How was your day been so far? Uh, <laughs> crazy? Yeah, crazy. Running, running around, you know. Both of our alarms didn't like that. What are the so odds that both of start to malfunction like that? I don't Well, it's got to be malfunction with Google, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, because I told Google to set mine, and then hmm. he told Google to set his on his phone. So possibly. Let's go with that. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. It's just been, it's been a weird day. So, and I gotta pick up my mom tonight. She was in Nashville. That's crazy that she was in Nashville when those tornadoes um, hit. And she didn't not sure get how hit. to respond to that. Well, it's just like, what are the odds that she would actually be there? That's true. That's crazy. Uh, when it happened with two tornadoes and then she doesn't get hit. Like, it, it is odd. Okay. That's true. Okay, so you remember that one tornado that hit Salt Lake? Yeah. That was the one time that, I mean, one of the one times that we didn't actually live in Salt Lake. Yeah. Huh. And then she goes to Nashville and she gets two double doses. Well, maybe one of those was to make up for the time when it hit Salt Lake and you weren't there. Maybe. Well, there you go. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. So... First things first, I've got a day ballot. I'm I'm excited. I don't know this yet. I know you are. I have no information. Tell me about the day I'm like, I'm like, do you want me to tell you? And you're like, well, maybe. I'm like, I know that you like surprises. I do love surprises, but I'm also not the most patient person in the world. But here we are. (laughs) I don't know. So let's not wait any longer. Please tell me what's going on with the day bells. Okay, first of all, I have a correction. Okay, so with the whole dog, the whole dog situation, uh, the correction is before she, you know, she was just giving it back to um, the special needs program. She actually tried to sell the dog first. Okay. For $2,500. And then the agency that does deals with the special needs dogs are like no you you can't do that you're legally buying to give it back yeah give the dog back to us if you're gonna get rid of it okay so i just wanted to re-clarify that one okay so you know how we were all like really upset about like her not getting you know arrested well she finally did get arrested she got arrested for child abandonment child endangerment and non-complying with an officer. Ooh, <laughs> about time. And yeah, about damn time. And her husband Chad has not been arrested on any account. Okay, so they're thinking it's all her. So it's just her right now that they've got. Her bail was set at five million dollars, and they tried to get it down to ten thousand dollars. Okay, and the judge was like no no nope that's not happening do they have ten thousand dollars i mean i said do they have ten thousand dollars but i guess ten thousand still easier to come up with then well and plus you when you're doing bell bonds like that you have to come up with ten percent and then until your next hearing date yeah i didn't know that i've never i've never no, been arrested either, so so it's not like that's how much you have to come up with. You have to come up with 10% and then you go to court 
And like the ten percent is like you saying like yeah I'm gonna go to court and everything mm-hmm. like that and yeah so she was arrested on okay. those three counts and she's actually being moved tomorrow March fourth from Hawaii to Idaho, which is actually a day. I mean not this comes out Thursday so she'll be moved. Yeah, yeah so she'll be moved by them. Ooh. So how do they move like people who are being held? from Hawaii Does she like have like a private they've got to have well normally how they move them is they have transfers and so whoever's on that transfer list or whatever would go on like a criminal bus and then be transferred or a cop drives them like in a special car yeah I'm assuming they must have a plane because like I don't imagine they just like put her on a plane with like everybody else if they did, it would probably be, like, armed officers right by her and stuff like that. Well, if anyone out there knows what you do with criminals who have to fly, let us yeah, know. Yeah, that is, that is very interesting. Well, I know that, you know, I mean, they have to do it for, um, if they transfer someone out of the country. I wonder how they do that. I don't know. So let us know. Do they just randomly have cops sitting there with you or do they all like move like you know have a special plane that moves just like the buses do or what anyway okay so chad went to go see his wife in uh the hawaii prison and you know the media's swarming him of course and he finally cracked instead of saying no comment he finally said the kids are safe what I mean, that's good, but... That's all he said. I mean, it's good that the kids are safe, I guess, if he's telling the truth, but... But that's all he's saying. After that, he's like, no comment, no comment. But he said, he like, for whatever reason, slipped up or whatever, he just said the kids are safe. Interesting. Oh, man. Okay, but if they're safe, then what... what, hmm, I don't know. Then why is it so hard to show them? Yeah, that almost makes there more question. Yeah, I don't know. Like, JJ's grandpa, grandparents went out and said, you know, we really, really, really hope so. We have to hang on to that hope. Like, for them, like, there is, you can't sit there and say, nope, they're gone. Like, they're they're not giving up. And I don't blame them right now, you know? Oh, yeah. Interesting enough. Um, They had, they also arrested someone else in this case now named megan boswell okay now she was supposedly going to be the babysitter while Lori went to idaho but then she changed her mind and took jj with her megan was questioned taken into court and she was actually like she's a juvenile so she was in juvenile detention Mm -hmm. she like they let her off now but basically she told them like yeah they said that um i was supposed to babysit jj for about a week and then instead she changed her mind and said he he was gonna stay with his grand grandmother okay interesting yeah but she was fully questioned she was actually taken into juvenile for a full questioning i think she was like there for a day or two and like because she was held because like they thought that maybe she had her or had some information yeah so now interesting enough 
So JJ has been seen, you know, spotted um, before he was seen. It was what, September 18th. Okay. But Ty Lee hasn't been seen since September 8th. Ty Lee, actually, they found out that Ty Lee had joined Lori and Alex, which is Lori's brother before he was deceased, you know, on a day mm-hmm. trip. They just went there for like a day on Yellowstone. The photo was discovered on Alex's iCloud account. Okay. Because they were able to get a warrant and stuff to search Alex's stuff because. They don't know right now if it could be connected to any of this or not. Yeah. And that was the date that was time stamped on it was September 8th. That's the last record that they could find of anything with Tylee being with Lori. Okay. So as of right now, I mean, they also, so they also found this. So they found, so I think I mentioned before that uh, they were saying that Charles, her ex-husband who was killed by Alex, was saying that uh, Lori was talking to Chad pretending to be him. And they they fully have, and like they've given out this email that they believe might be the one that Lori is pretending to be Charles. And she was trying to get Charles and Chad to meet up at a location to talk about his book and to public, like to back it up and everything, to help publish it and all this stuff. But they they believe that Lori sent these t- these emails, not Charles. Okay. So and Lori has also said several times um, when she was in court that God assigned her to carry out the work of the. 1,444 people at the crisis second coming in July 2020. Everyone else will perish. Oh, okay. That's about it. Jeez. I mean, at least she she's finally arrested, you know. Yeah. Thank God. I wonder, too, if she really was going to use that babysitter or if she used that as a distraction, you know. I, yeah. I don't know. That pisses me off that she was going to try to sell JJ's special needs dog for $2,500. Yeah. Like, wow. It was also confirmed that she got $420,000 from Charles, her ex-husband's life insurance policy. Oh. And that's the money that they've been living off while they were in Hawaii. Oh, well, that's good to know i have been curious about that yep but they were also i mean after her arrest of course the place that they were staying at it was able to be searched and everything and there was no sign of the kids so it didn't even look like they've been there that is so weird from what that speaks to me is that they maybe wanted to be seen and be in you know, Hawaii and put that spotlight off of exactly where the kids are. Yeah. Possibly. Jeez. Isn't that insane? This case yes. is crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, 
And I have another case for you guys. So when looking this up, it looks like if you live in Las Vegas, you probably know the story. But I live here in Utah and I never even heard of this story. Uh, there's, there's not a ton to go off of, but we're gonna, we're gonna get into it. So, uh, this is on Carla Rodriguez. She lived on 705 East St. Louis Avenue, right down from the stratosphere. So if you think about it, there's so many people that are right down in that area. So anyway, Carla, um, was seven years old. And she had one sister who was Rosie when she went missing. That, that's her name, Sister Rosie. Rosie. Not. She's not a nun. Oh. Wait, Sister Rose. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Like, Sister Rosie, like she's a nun, or Sister Rosie, like she is her sister. Like, she's her sister. Rosie was her sister. There's no nuns. No nuns allowed. Okay. No nuns. Got it. No nuns allowed. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. So the last time she was seen, her father saw Carla on her bicycle, which she regularly rode her bicycle at 3 p.m. But her bike was gone two hours later. One of the neighbors said that they've seen her around 7 p.m. on October 20th, 1999. Uh, but they, she went and visit and asked her neighbor, like her son to play with her. And she was like, no, you know, it's a little too late. Why don't you go home tonight? You know, so her okay. father still couldn't find her at 10 p.m. And he went around knocking on neighbor's doors and she still wasn't home. Uh, her dad just decided, you know what? She's probably sleeping over at one of her friend's houses and they're just not answering the door. Okay. Her mother worked grave shifts, so she wasn't home until way late that night, around 2 a.m. And uh, so she normally didn't get the kids up to get them to school or anything. Normally that was their dad's job to do that. And, well, she just didn't show up for school the next morning. And so the principal calls the cops saying, Hey, this is weird. You know, this kid's not here. Um, I've tried to get a hold of the parents and they're not answering. Okay. She was missing. And okay. I heard these rumors that she would skip school often, which I'm like, okay, like this is just internet rumors, but I'm like, a, if that was true, then why is the principal calling first thing in the morning when she's missing? And B, yeah. uh, what seven-year-old skips class all the time? She's, um, she's seven. <laughs> I, I mean, no. I've heard of okay. weirder things. Well, though. there was, so these are just internet rumors. They are, these are not like said directly from her family. I couldn't get any family members that said, yeah, that's true. That happened. I mean, um, okay. but she loved to ride her bike. And it's 1999. And we're not scared to let people ride bikes outside you know, good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so she would just ride her bike until like odd hours of the night, you know, as soon as she got off school, she was just riding that bike up and down. Okay, you're good. Okay, so um, that neighbor that saw her said, you know, she was probably playing outside, just riding her bike in circles for about 15 minutes before she left. So and then the next okay. morning, she was not at school. So, you know, a lot of people 
came with the parents. They're like, well, what kind of parent just doesn't, you know, just allows their kids to go off and uh, go to sleepovers without checking up with the other parents? They called them neglectful and uh, yeah, a little bit. I will admit at seven, it's like, yeah, I would want to know where my kid was. Like, yeah, like a little, like, little bit. My mom was more overbearing where she would never let me have a sleepover, but I don't think your mom would just like let you just randomly have a sleepover and not even check on you to make sure that that's where you were. I, ha- yeah, I had to tell her where I was. Yeah. And well, and like, I get it. Like her mom was a nurse. So she worked graves. So her dad kind of should have been, you know, checking up on that. I can't imagine it being like, you know, nighttime, and then just be like, hmm, not sure where my kid is. Probably yeah, sleeping fine. over at someone's house. Yeah. Okay, I'll go to like, bed anyway. They'll get to school tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. That's where I'm just like, uh, okay. So, I mean, no, I'm not in their situation. So, you know, whatever. And people make mistakes. But even in 1999, I feel like that was that right, right there that's a big red flag and i mean yeah. not even and not it wasn't her mother that called the police it wasn't her dad it was the principal like how long would it have been before they even realized she was not there well and i imagine the principal probably called the parent first he like, did he said he did and he left a message on their answering machine that's so weird and you know principal couldn't get a hold of them but the police were able to so well of course the police could yeah it's just like that's just i couldn't imagine not knowing even if my kid was out of sleep over whose house they would be over at you know what i mean yeah definitely you know the parents have always kind of been suspects and they haven't been ruled out officially (laughs) there's another one um that carla's disappearance was originally thought to be linked to a debt her parents uh, owed to a former brother-in-law a few months before carla's disappearance the former brother-in-law came to las vegas and demanded to be repaid the family the family gave him a thousand dollars but he said with interest that he wanted more money and it's theorized that this man abducted carla an attempt to extort money from his parents but that's been rolled out since he's been rolled out since of a suspect of this case the thing is is so this ex-brother-in-law apparently one of the parents got involved and like gave them money to allow them to start this business that was going to be in mexico and they were supposed to be in on it together like they were supposed to own like half the business or whatever apparently they had a falling out but if he did take her, could he have taken her to Mexico? And how hard would it be for, I don't know what the jurisdiction laws are on, you know, searching another country. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But I mean, he was up there like a week of her disappearance. So, yeah. So there was a massive hunt that went on. I mean, they had bloodhounds that came out and search for everything her bike was never found or her bike was never found she's never been found okay and carla's parents passed a polygraph i mean 
take polygraphs with a grain of salt, but um, one of the detectives thinks that a stranger abducted her. Okay. um, Which is like one of the hardest ones to abductions to um, crack. And with that, he believes that she still might be out there and she is being held captive against her will and has been either been made like a slave or something in someone else's home. Oh, okay. Ugh. I don't know. So the Metro Police has started searching for Carla through the databases that they have with DNA. And they also um, have all of her families are on Ancestry DNA. Mm-hmm. And so they're hoping that eventually they will come across and be able to find her. Yeah. Just like that one crazy story I showed you. There was this crazy story where after 55 years, this boy who was kidnapped by the babysitter was found. Jeez. That was, I mean, that was insane. Yeah. Like, well, what are the odds of that? Mm. 55 years goes by and they finally find it. I mean, it's been 20 years now and they are re-interviewing family members they're sending more forensic testing. They are looking into her. Like they're here's another interesting theory. Uh, the serial killer named Curtis Dean Anderson escaped prison the same time that her disappearance took place. Oh. It was about four days after he disappeared that she went missing. Okay. This truck was coming from uh, South Dakota and going to Arizona, but it's thought maybe he escaped and went up to Nevada. Yeah, okay. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that one, that one's very interesting. I was like, huh. And then, you know, there is the stranger theory, which there's a ton of people up in Vegas. Like, so many people and if she lives close to the stratosphere she also probably lives close to all of those off the strip hotels and such she could have easily been taken well especially if no one's paying attention oh exactly okay have we or has anyone addressed yet the possibility of her being like sold into sex trafficking that hasn't been mentioned, no. But you know what? I would say that it, that is very, very likely. I mean, like, it just seems like, I mean, a seven-year-old girl all of a sudden goes missing. There's probably a lot of sex trafficking happening in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they were probably, if that was true, they were probably watching her, you know, she goes up to this one door, seven, seven and some 15 passes and they just follow her and take her and her parents don't even notice until the next morning yeah i mean in those few hours with a kid is crucial yeah and i mean she could have been gone on a plane by then or you know taken into a van and just (sighs) yeah i mean not realizing she was missing for however long definitely i mean how do you do that i just don't even comprehend but if she's 
was taken into sex trafficking, maybe there's a chance she's still alive. Yeah, but it I mean was. she'd be she'd be 28 now. I mean alive, but once again at what I mean that's still horrible. It is. But you know, I mean, I know even here in Utah we have a big sex trafficking issue. I can't imagine how it is in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's anywhere. I think a lot of places that have international airports are often targeted, which I'm pretty sure Vegas does. Oh, yeah, they do. They definitely do. Places with international airports, because then people can take kids and get out of the country fast. That's true. Oh, man. So, I mean, there are so many different directions she could have gone. I mean, if she was with his ex-brother-in-law, too, like, if she trusted him, you know what I mean? Like, she knew him before. There's Mm -hmm. a chance that she might have just gone with him. Okay. Yeah. And he could have taken her to Mexico, and she could be who knows where. Yeah. Um, And then there's, you know, the stranger took her, which is the hardest case to crack. But I could totally see that. And I could see maybe she did get sold into some sex trafficking. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not sure what other motive a stranger would have to just... I mean, I guess, you know, it could be child rapist raped and killed her. Yeah. It's just... What gets me is that her bike was never found. That's true. Did it, like, so did he take her and her bike, like, in a van or something, you know? Yeah, somehow, I mean, because it was evidence, the bike must have somehow been disposed of. Mm-hmm. I mean. I wonder, cause... too, if they lived that close to the stratosphere, if, I know it's 1999, but if gas stations or anything like that had any type of sub- surveillance that they could check up on i mean i imagine that back at the time they probably did like especially if the police had known sooner Mm -hmm. i mean obviously they wouldn't to this day yeah i'm pretty sure they only keep that especially back then where it wasn't probably digital it was probably like a tape or whatever yeah i mean they might have taken it for evidence and it might still be in there but maybe but I don't know how long they kept them. And so, like I said, if they had known sooner, it would have been a lot better. If the parents weren't just like, eh, she's probably at somebody's house. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I can't blame the mom. Mom wasn't even there. You know what I mean? Like, and she... Do we know, did the uh, mother divorce the father? No, they're still together. Okay. I don't know. I think I'd leave someone if they just didn't notice our kid was missing. Yeah, fair point. I mean, an accident's an accident, but he should have noticed sooner. Well, like, and like he said, like, oh yeah, she was riding home around three, and then he didn't even notice until like ten, and then he was like knocking on neighbors' doors, but then he was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. 
I get that it was 1999 and people weren't still scared, but come on, dude. I remember 1999. My mom definitely would have noticed. And I didn't live right next to the strip. I'm not saying that's a good excuse. Yeah, fair. I. That's one thing that gets me is that, like, you didn't see her until three. Like, you saw her at three and then that's it. I don't know. And someone did have a theory online. They were like, what if she had someone that was, like, grooming her? They kept following around her in the neighborhood, would give her treats or something, make make her, like, like him, and then finally was like, do you want to come with me and we'll go get some ice cream at the shop or something? And she went with him. Okay, that's possible i mean that could have explained the bike too he'd be like your bike will fit right in my car let's just go grab it or something yeah like oh don't worry about it i'll I'll take it with us okay i can buy that yeah i i don't think that the parents did anything but he you aside from you should have said something sooner you know yeah yeah, but I don't think that they physically did any physical harm to her, you know. It's just... Just throwing it out here, because it's what I do. Shut up. What? <laughs> it's possible! Okay, <laughs> they could have taken the bike, those, those damn aliens. <laughs> those damn aliens could have done it all. They you know what? I, I can't argue that one. But they did not set Jessica Chambers on fire. Sorry. How do you know? But Jessica this one, yeah, the they could have. They could have just beamed her up and taken Beamer. her. That's why we didn't find the bike. Fair enough. This one's actually not, I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, I hope people know I don't actually think that this little girl was abducted by aliens. It just sounds like an interesting theory, since I don't have any better theories. Well, the one with freaking Riso, though. (laughs) It could have been. Middle of nowhere. But, I mean, how many times do you really see them in Las Vegas? How many are there in Las Vegas? Well, I don't know, because if I were an alien, I would go to Las Vegas, because, like, you can overlook some weird shit in Vegas. I guess that's true. And so many people are high or drunk on who the fuck knows what. And no one's going to take you seriously. And you, people wear weird outfits in Vegas, and they do... I mean, you, you mean do... like nothing? They have like pasties on? Sometimes. You can do whatever the fuck you want in Vegas. Yeah, you can go slap wieners, bitches. You can slap wieners. <laughs> right. Do you have any other theories on this for me? Sex trafficking, aliens. I think that's it. Okay. 
anyone else have theories let us know at crime theories podcast at gmail.com all right guys you can find us on patreon patreon.com slash crime theories pods on facebook and instagram and and let's let's i was hoping you would say keep oh keep (laughs) fucking going (laughs) we are bad bad. i i I was like wait let's what (laughs) i was like wait are you am i supposed to say fucking like i was confused for a minute (laughs) let's be fucking yay everyone (laughs) oh gosh Okay, let's get it on. Alright. Well, please feel free to contact us through email, social media, Patreon, and we'll be back with another riveting episode next week. Hey, yes, yes, we will. <laughs> Alright.